0: Hi, and welcome back to Weekly Dev Tips. I'm your host, Steve Smith, a.k.a. R. Dallas. This is episode 36, in which we'll discuss a question I recently received about guard clauses and exceptions. If you're enjoying these tips, please leave a comment or rating in your podcast app, tell a friend about the podcast, or follow us on Twitter and retweet our episode announcements so we can increase our audience. I really appreciate it. This week's tip is on the topic of guard clauses and exceptions, Specifically, whether and when it's appropriate to throw an exception in response to certain kinds of inputs, which is how guard clauses work. Our sponsor this week is DevBetter, Group Career Coaching for Developers. If you're not advancing as quickly in your career as you'd like, you may find value in joining a semi-formal career and technical coaching program like devbetter.com. I launched DevBetter a few months ago, and so far we have a small group of motivated developers meeting every week or two. I answer questions, review code, suggest areas in which to improve, and occasionally assign homework. Interested? You can learn more at devbetter.com. Now, on to the topic at hand. As a bit of background, I described guard clauses in episode four. If you're listening to these shows in most recent first order, I suggest you configure your podcast app to let you listen in order from the beginning and then start back with episode one. You'll thank me later. In any case, to review, A guard clause is a check you make at the start of a function or method that then throws an exception if some input is not valid. For instance, you could have a function that is supposed to send an email to an email address that is provided as a string argument. If the string is null, or perhaps even if it's empty, it might throw an argument null exception or something similar before attempting to create and send the email. If you like the guard clause pattern, I have a NuGet package that you can use to easily add and extend them in a consistent fashion in your applications. Look for the link in the show notes. So recently, listener Jeremy C. writes, I discovered your podcast recently and am going through it. I love the guard class shortcut for the happy path. What I noticed is that this behavior relies exclusively on throwing exceptions rather than what I learned 20 years ago in school that exceptions are for the unexpected And if you can reliably prevent throwing an exception, like checking for a null and handling it, you should in order to avoid the execution cost of exception handling. Is my information just outdated? Perhaps I'm too old of a coder and too many old habits are stuck. It's true that exceptions should not be used for control flow in your applications. That means if it's a normal condition for a function to get a null as an argument, perhaps because that situation means create a new thing instead of do something with this existing thing, then you wouldn't want to write code that depended on the exception being thrown for its behavior. For example, you wouldn't want to have a try block that tried to work with some object and in a catch block that caught the null reference exception when that object was null and created a new instance inside of that check block. There's already plenty of reference material you can find about why this is considered a bad practice. In my opinion, there are two main reasons. The first one is performance. Exceptions are far more expensive than if statements, so you shouldn't use them where an if statement is more appropriate. This is the main one, and because of it, writing code that leverages try-catch statements for something more than error handling is unusual. It's unexpected. Developers will be surprised to see this approach, which violates the principle of least astonishment. You want readers of your code to be able to immediately understand what your code is doing, and surprising them by doing things in odd ways Is contrary to that goal. Coming back to guard clauses, the idea is that you're setting up an expectation that under all normal conditions in your application, you expect that these arguments will follow certain constraints. If they don't, the program is simply not going to work the way it should. In this case, an exception is the appropriate response and is more elegant than any other solution like returning a Boolean value or a magic number or null and then having the caller have to know to check for those results. Thanks, Jeremy, for the great question. After I answered, he summed it up like this. So the guard clause is for the situation of, I told you the expected inputs, and while I'll protect myself from bad data, I'm not going to make a huge mess of if statements to protect myself. I'll just pass the mess back to you, since you're the one that was giving me crap. That's pretty much it. That's it for this week. Thank you for subscribing to Weekly Dev Tips. This will be the last episode of 2018, so Happy New Year. And we'll see you next year with another great developer tip.